0: And good afternoon and welcome back uh, for this uh, portion of the Pat Miller program. So glad you're with us on this Thursday. Make sure you're paying attention this evening. And first thing when you get up in the morning, tune to Fort Wayne's Morning News with Caleb Blakesley. Let's see how much this rain-snow mix stuff is going to affect our day. Hopefully... Not much, but again, this is Indiana, so you never know. One thing we do know, on Saturday mornings we always have the number one health call show in all of Indiana, and we do it right here from 9 to 10 o'clock with Lee Kelso and Wobo's Health Call Live. Lee's with us right now. Hi, Lee, how you doing?
1: Hey, buddy, I'm great. And you're off. You're jetting out, right?
0: I, I We jet out, out, out on Sunday, and then we uh-huh. will be back um, two weeks from Saturday uh, so we're we're like twelve days in Israel, so we're we're looking forward to it. I've been, Kim's never been.
1: I well now. Keep in mind, you can listen to a health call on the WoWo stream, so I'll expect to see a note from you on this weekend's program.
0: You know what? You're 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 trying to be cute with me. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to listen, and I'm going to send you a stream, and it's going to come to you in Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, You'll see, what's this gibberish on here? What is this? So how are you doing? You doing all right? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good. have an interesting show this weekend. I think we touch
1: on a couple, uh, I think, important topics.
0: Yeah, it looks like it. First of all, you're in the whole idea of not just back and joint pain, but how do you manage back and joint pain? And somebody who's been on your program before uh, does a curtain call here and comes back and visits with you again.
1: Yeah, he is Dr. Jared Wegman from Indiana Direct Primary Care, and I like having him on because it's a different way to approach medicine and, and chronic problems like back pain, knee pain, joint pain. And, you know, one of the key factors here with this whole direct primary care movement is you're not stuck to a 10, 15-minute appointment with your doctors. You know, when when you go to see Dr. Wegman, you can take as much time as is needed. And that really can be important when you're talking about something as difficult to get a handle on as back pain, as you know, Pat.
0: Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And the other thing about it, too, and this is hard to get anywhere else, is if you go in and you see him and you get some relief. But a week later, some of the pain is returning you could have another phone call, another office visit, and get right back in. You don't have to wait like, well, we can see you again on the 20th of next month. You know, none of that's going on there.
1: Exactly. And you're absolutely right. He gives you a cell phone so you can text him and say, hey, doc, uh, that's not working. What can I adjust in my meds? Or whatever you need. And that's that's really important when you're when you're in pain as much as you have been.
0: Yeah. Well, when you talk about pain, back pain or knee pain or joints, Uh, You know, the lovely Mrs. and I have both had knee replacement surgeries. She's just had uh, a knee replaced about two months ago and and experiencing still some pain. Uh, So we're trying to manage that to get ready for this trip. But how, how often do people have to visit that? I mean, how many of all office visits are people saying, I'm here because I've got pain somewhere? I mean, it's not just... I'm nauseated. It's not just I have a virus. Sometimes it's just flat out. I've got pain.
1: Yeah, it's a leading cause of people seeing their primary care doctor. Is look, it something's got to change. I'm just I'm living with this pain and it's uncomfortable. Yeah. But you know, one of the interesting things, uh, Dr. Wegman says, um, uh, between thirty and fifty percent of the times, in one of his patients, uh, will will complain about pain because he asks about it. So you may go for one reason or another. And he'll say, okay, what else is going on? Anything else? Anything else troubling me? What's happening? Well, yeah, I guess I, yeah, I do have some pain. And so he's, you know, with that extended appointment time, he's seeking problems to help you with. And one of the things that they do at Indiana Drug Primary Care that I think is really cool, they have a a full fitness center, a gym associated with it, and they have a trainer, nutritionist, and that's all included in your monthly subscription fee. And why that matters for joint pain is they take a look at how can we strengthen the muscles around your joint. So supporting those joints and helping you get through the day without sometimes, you know, weak joints. Your body has to change how you're moving, and that creates a number of different elements for pain. So by taking a look at, okay, we're going to put you in the gym with some exercises designed specifically to address the, the muscles that are supporting this joint. So I think that's kind of a cool addition to their entire program.
0: Well, and people need to be ready for that too. When's the last time you went to see a doctor and when you're all done handling what it was you said you were coming in, when's the last time one of them looked at you and said, well, you know, before I let you go, uh, what else is there? Is there anything else going on? I mean, that's just not normal conversation.
1: No, it's not. And, you know, the other thing that we're going to talk about is he is very open to alternative therapies. So, CBD, uh, cannabidiol, can be helpful for pain management. Essential oils, um, topical rubs. He, he mentioned the stuff called Voltaren Gel, okay, which is an anti-inflammatory topical rub. And if you've got you know very localized joint pain, this stuff supposedly helps a bit. Five to seven days after you start applying it, you apply it daily, a couple times a day, and. And people are saying it really does help relieve pain. And then they'll talk you through. Okay, let's think about using acetaminophen, ibuprofen. How are we using those? Mm-hmm. And then if we have to go to a joint injection, that's available too, right there in the office. And I was kind of surprised when he mentioned this. I don't know. You've had several of these joint injections, Pat? Oh yeah. What you paid?
0: I'm a frequent flyer. Um, well, mine goes through insurance, but mine, mine are in the hundreds.
1: Yeah, so it's you know joint injection included as part of your membership fee, and the medicine is all you pay for, and it's fifteen bucks.
0: You are kidding me.
1: So you know <laughs> I think if, if, if you're someone who lives with pain, this whole model of direct primary care can be a real change in how you manage yourself and the pain that you live with. So. That's why I like having Dr. Wegman back on. It's a different way to think about our relationship with the doctor, It's really focused more on you and helping you feel better and not how do I squeeze you into a 15-minute window yeah. three weeks from now at 4 p.m. on a Tuesday.
0: Well, and, and sometimes those windows and people are like, well, see, my doctor doesn't do that because he doesn't care, blah, blah, blah. A lot of times, a lot of that is hospital-directed. Sometimes it's insurance company-directed. And when you get somebody like Dr. Wegman to where he basically functions, he, he kind of reminds me of a doctor out on the prairie. You know, you know, back in the days of Little House on the Prairie, the doctor was the doctor. Uh, and, and so he, you know, if you want to apply stuff to your insurance on your own, that's up to you if you want to check this out or that. But he doesn't require any of that, and so he's not held by their rules and standards.
1: Exactly. And there are over 2,000 doctors around the country, just like Dr. Wegman, he was used Uh, an internist and certified in family medicine. And he has worked in the hospital, the corporate environment and stepped away like so many doctors are because they were saying, I don't want to run my practice like I'm on the prairie and like they did in the old days. I don't want to have to meet uh, the corporate medicine performance metrics and how many patients am I seeing and how much lab work am I generating. And I have to do referrals out to other specialties within the network and yeah, it's just a
0: it,
1: – that's really what fascinates me about this whole direct primary care model. It's kind of the old Marcus Welby way of delivering health care.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, you and I are on the same beam on this, and that's not a question. So that'll be in the first half hour from 9 to 9.30 uh, this Saturday on Mobile's Health Call Live with Lee Kelso. the second half hour, Lisa Cowley, who's a clinical psychologist, on understanding schizophrenia um, – And I'm surprised that anybody to any degree does understand it. But what, what is this talking about? Is this, I don't know who I am. I'm changing on a dime. Um, I've got hallucinations. I mean, what is it that, that she's going to hone in on here during your visit together?
1: Well, you know, I'm fascinated by mental conditions and schizophrenia is one of the worst that's going to come to you. And, um, It is so bizarre what these folks have to live through. And, you know, what we've seen, what Hollywood and TV shows have taught us about it, she says is all wrong. And for one thing, um, she's specialized in treating schizophrenics for 22 years, and she says, in that time, not once, not once have I felt threatened. None of my patients are ever violent. She Mm. says they are some of the sweetest, kindest, most loving people once they get their meds under control things are balanced Um, she says they are not what you see and not to be feared
0: well you know with with my wife's grandmother who we brought here after her husband died uh, we saw that with her that you know when she was medicated properly um, she was a peach I mean she was amazing but then when somehow the chemical imbalances would kick in, and you know they happen sometimes for different reasons at different times, when those kick in, you get off the, the, the balance of medication or whatever the drug is in your system, you get off the line just a little. It can be a total sweep of your personality. And there were times that she went radically violent.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that medication thing is something we talk about. It is so tough because there's no single formula that works. So, you know, psychiatrists are typically involved in case management, and they're the ones who prescribe the medications. Lisa helps you kind of through group therapy and individual therapy to manage all the other stuff and get through the day, learning some coping skills and other techniques. The stress reduction, because you're right. You know, you go into a a mode where that brain balance just gets off, and and the hallucinations, the voices, it can really just take you for a spin. She said this, I, I was fascinated. She said that in the United States, for some reason, the voices that schizophrenics hear are very harsh and critical and negative. And that's not always the case around the world. In really? many third world countries, yeah, in many third world countries, she says, the voices are not as as negative and critical no explanation of why that is but that was a fascinating tidbit and these voices she says can be a voice commanding you to do something can be a voice that is harshly critical of you or it can be two people who aren't there having a conversation and you're just exposed to it and you can't escape it it just it's there there are two imaginary people arguing, having a conversation, it won't go away. And she says that brain imaging shows schizophrenics process those internal imaginary voices as if they were their ears were hearing them. The pattern within the brain is absolutely identical.
0: So it's, it's like they're actually the audibly hearing it.
1: Exactly. Wow. Thank you for putting that so clearly. Yeah. Fascinating condition and disease. But uh, so that's why I wanted to have her on it. And it's far more common than you might think. One in a 100 people have some form of schizophrenic symptoms. One in a
0: One 100? Doesn't yeah. that number yeah. surprise you? It
1: did, absolutely. And she says, this is tricky too, um, it tends to start in late teens for men. And so people will go through a period of three years or more sometimes with these you know, increasing list of symptoms till somebody finally says, Oh, this could be schizophrenia. This is what we need to treat.
0: Wow. So you
1: lose all that time when your life is going through these horrible disruptions. And, uh, you know, if if people recognize the symptoms sooner and got into treatment sooner, they have a better chance of getting the meds balanced, and and you just have a better quality of life.
0: Sounds like really interesting stuff coming up Saturday in the second half hour, clinical psychologist Lisa Cowley on understanding schizophrenia. Uh, And I think one of the things that this uh, segment will help us with a little bit, Lee, is it maybe takes some of the sting off of schizophrenia. In other words, if you're schizophrenic, that's because you're very, very sick. There's something horribly wrong with you. That's not necessarily the case, but we do still need to deal with it as it begins showing up. And in that first half hour, you got Jarrett Wegman talking about managing back and joint pain, not just trying to make it lessen, but let's let's manage it and maybe do away with it. Sounds like a pretty good hour.
1: Hey, buddy, I appreciate that, uh, and you have a fantastic time in Israel, you and Kim. I hope you can uh, hope you can put that little knee pain you both have aside and. And get on and have a great trip.
0: Well, thank you, my friend. We will talk to you again soon. I'll give you a holler as soon as we're back, okay? Thanks so much.
1: Podcasts by Federated Media.